Welcome to the Book Basement Podcast, where I, Santi, talk about books five times a week. On Mondays, you can expect a longer interview, book review, or other book-related content. The rest of the weekdays, I share a book quote I found interesting and break down its meaning. Join me as we learn more about books, their meanings, and get some amazing reading recommendations along the way. Let's get right into today's episode. Hello and welcome to a Book Basement Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a book called What the Dog Saw by Malcolm Gladwell. It is a book about, well, all the articles that Malcolm Gladwell has written and the, the one which the title is based off is included in the book. And I really like this book. I read it a while ago. I talked about it. Uh, I believe it was in yeah, a couple. I talked about it in one of the episodes this week, or if not, it was last week on the Monday episode. But it's a great book. I think everyone should read it. You'll find something interesting in it, no matter what your interests are. So if you're looking into a gateway into nonfiction, which I know for many people is difficult, many people don't like the idea of nonfiction. It seems a little scary to some, which is perfectly acceptable. I am still scared by some of those huge fantasy books I see some people reading. I just look at them and I'm like, how? How do you have the patience? How can you sit through a plot that is just clearly not going anywhere, <laughs> at least not in a quick manner? I just, it's, it's quite impressive, some of the books that people read, especially the really thick ones. But I am rambling, as I always do. But today's excerpt from What the Dog Saw comes from a, a, an article that Malcolm Gladwell wrote on Late Bloomers. And you'll find out what that is after I read the quote. <laughs> On the road to great achievement, the late bloomer will resemble a failure. Say you had a 33-year-old man. Throughout his life, he's done an odd job here and there, nothing really permanent, exciting, or worthwhile to the outside world. He's always liked painting, but it's never really gone anywhere. To us, that man seems like a failure. He's stuck, not moving, frozen while everyone around him is thawing their true self. Now, this is only an outside perspective. Say this man found a partner or a tightly knit group of friends. These friends or partner watch as every day he disappears into his studio, spending countless hours working to refine his craft. Eventually, the man sells a painting and creates a snowball effect. Soon enough, he has enough money to open up his own gallery, which explodes as people marvel over the intricate and unique approach he's taken to his art. If you looked at this man without knowing that he worked countless years for this, you would most likely assume he's always been like this. Have you noticed that the stories we hear of successful people tend to be prodigies? We hear about those who found their thing when they were young, the chess player who was beating grown-ups at 12 years old, or the astrophysicist who knew the theory of relativity at age 6. Rarely do we look at the late bloomers, those who were not an instant success, who only started to show their talents in the later, more advanced stages of life. It's sad to admit that many would-be late bloomers don't get a chance to bloom. Why? In what the dog saw, Malcolm Gladwell explains that in order to achieve their full potential, the late bloomer needs a rock-solid support group. They need a person or a group of to fall back on when they get derailed. I bet if we all look back, there was a time where we thought about or told someone that they were a failure indirectly or indirectly. Next time, refrain. If you see an older or perhaps younger person that isn't up to speed, Perhaps they're just a late bloomer. Instead of throwing water on them, help them light the flame. Now, in What the Dog Saw, uh, I just paraphrased the example pretty much. It's the same thing, except with a writer. There was this writer who pretty much relied on his wife to keep him alive. He was a stay-at-home father. 
he wrote and wrote and wrote all day. And his wife could see that he was putting effort into his work. And she was the one that was providing for the house monetarily, of course. He was keeping his weight. He was pulling his weight. I mean, he was doing chores. He was um, picking up the kids from school. All the other stuff that wouldn't require a financial contribution. Because, of course, in this stage, he was just trying to become better as a writer. He wasn't actively making things. And he was encouraged by his wife. He was encouraged to keep going. He was encouraged to pursue this thing that he really wanted to. And that is what we call a late bloomer. He was in the later stages of life where most would just be like, well, it's not working, dude, give up on it. And I'm not saying that if you should continue the same thing over and over again and not see success that you should keep doing it because that is quite literally the definition of insanity. But if you are trying to cultivate a skill or know that you are capable of cultivating a skill and you see someone trying to do the same thing, uh, even if it's in the earlier or the later stages of life, I mean... You should try and have and build that support system that late bloomers need in order to prosper. Because it's sad to admit that many of these people that we see uh, trying very hard to learn these new skills at later stages are just looked down upon and seen as inferior because they weren't able to succeed when they were younger. And instead of looking at them and being like, well, they're not going anywhere, try and help them out. (laughs) Because if we can take anything from this example, it should be that. It's easy for us to be able to cultivate a skill in someone and it's easier for us to go and see someone and be like, hey, let me encourage you to do this thing that you really like. That's just my thoughts. (laughs) You can read the book and form your own opinions. But other than that, have a lovely rest of your day and try and learn something new. Thank you for dedicating your time and listening to this episode. Remember, we also have a weekly newsletter, The Book Basement Bulletin. Sign up by going to the link in the show notes or by visiting thebookbasement.substack.com. Also in the show notes, a link to purchase the book I talked about in this episode. Be sure to leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts as it helps us immensely. Finally, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at bookbasementpod. That is bookbasementpod. Once again, thank you for stopping by and I hope to see you soon.